Welcome to the J-Spot, a safe space for you to discover or rediscover your version of joy, peace, and happiness one step at a time with me, your host, Anita. Because when joy is a habit, love is a reflex, and together we can make this space a better place. Joy is a journey, and the journey starts here. Welcome to episode 37 of The J-Spot. I'm your host, Anita, and today we are talking about friends of trust and leaning into trust. If you didn't listen to yesterday's podcast, over the holidays, I will be reading little parts of books that I read in 2021 and absolutely adored. And this is part two of a book that I read on trust. So let's dive into it. Leaning into trust means knowing that what you are placing your weight on is sturdy enough to hold you up. Trusting yourself, trusting God or the universe, and trusting that others have your best interest at heart are the pillars that you must lean on if you're going to learn to trust the process. It begins with being clear about what you are doing and why, without any concern for how anyone else is going to respond. Never judge your clarity on how you think others will respond. Leaning into trust also means knowing that trust has good, solid friends that you can rely on. Willingness is a friend of trust. You must be willing to do what is required, when it's required, without hesitation. You must be willing to risk falling flat on your face, and should that happen, you must be willing to get up and keep moving in the direction of your clear choice. Truth is a friend of trust. It is a mistake to think that you can trust anyone or anything when you are not willing to tell the truth and face the truth. Without the willingness to tell yourself and others the microscopic truth, without exhaustive explanations, you will be holding on to a wobbly pillar and you will fall. Clarity is a friend of trust. Few things make trust a more difficult prospect than a lack of clarity. Being able to see clearly even one inch beyond where you are is the first step. Refusing to give in to the human tendency to overthink, overanalyze, overquestion, and overplan is important because these things will take you headfirst into analysis paralysis. Being able to see it in your mind and feel it in your heart, even when there is no physical evidence that what you see is real, practical, or probable. Vulnerability is a friend of trust. If you are afraid to take a risk or get sidetracked by the exploration of the exhaustive possible outcomes, you cannot be vulnerable. Without this friend by your side, trust is simply a word you banter around to impress other people. The other friends that will support you as you learn to lean into trust are faith, courage, focus, discipline, and commitment. Just one of these is enough to keep you stable while you lean in. 
However, the more of these friends of trust that you have on your side, the better the chances are that you will not fall down and make a fool of yourself. The bottom line principle of leaning into trust is this. Until and unless you have the capacity to trust yourself, God, the universe, others, and the process, you are less likely to receive the benefits and rewards of living with trust. The realities of life are the same for most people, whether you trust them or not. You will experience heartache and heartbreak at some point. People are going to disappoint you some of the time. You are going to face hardships and difficulties because they're both part of the process of living. You will have moments of astounding brilliance and foresight, and at other times, you will look, sound, and or act like a plum fool publicly. The people you love the best will probably betray you or abandon you when you need them the most. You will have your mind and heart set on doing something or having something, only to have your hopes and dreams disintegrate right before your eyes. You can pretty much bank on one or all of these things happening, hopefully not all at the same time. However, no matter when they happen or how they happen, trust can, will, and does change your experience of them. Leaning into trust means learning how not to take any of it personally. It requires that you grow into a state of psychological, emotional, and spiritual maturity that supports you in recognizing that this and so much more are all a part of the process of life. Leaning into trust, using it and its friends as the pillars you hold onto, will alleviate a great deal of stress, worry, and anxiety. Chances are that without trust, you are leaning on your own understanding, which also may mean that you consistently find yourself in the position of trying to figure out the what's, who's, how's, and how nots of life. Take it from one who knows. That is not going to turn out well for you. Leaning into trust and learning to trust in life requires that you become willing to slay all of those inner enemies. These include the inner judge, the inner critic, the inner naysayer, and the inner worrywart. These voices belong to the negative ego committee and the ensuing subcommittees of thought, belief, programming, and socialization that want a vote in everything you do. If you have a habit of remembering and rehearsing how you've been duped, manipulated, abused, or wronged in the past, you will avoid or reject trust and all of its friends. Instead, you will spend precious time beating yourself up, feeling stupid, and and refusing to be vulnerable ever again. You want to feel connected to others and to blossom or flourish in their company. You want to love and be loved. However, you may also have issues of past betrayals that are more likely than not at the heart of all of your trust issues. Add this to the anger and hurt you feel when you are abused or abandoned as a child or betrayed by a loved one, and you have a cocktail for living that makes being vulnerable a bitter pill to swallow. If you want to learn how to trust the process of life, 
you must first work through the issues of betrayal that support you in avoiding intimate connections, motivating you to keep others at a distance in order to stay safe. Leaning into trust is the means by which you can create and hold healthy boundaries in order to let others in while still maintaining your safety. Telling people the truth about how you feel and being willing to ask for what you want are good places to start. Remember, however, that there are no guarantees. People will be people. Clumsy, messy, and prone to making mistakes. The alternative is to continue to depend on the inner enemies and deny yourself the possibility of joy associated with connection and intimacy. The good news is that you get to choose. I'm your host, Anita, and thank you for taking eight minutes to explore and commit to the journey of joy. Because when joy is a habit, love is a reflex, and together, we can make this space a better place. Tune in tomorrow for the reading from my next book.